Yes, yes. Welcome to Cut to the Chase podcast with me, uh, Mr. Abel, Chase Abel, a.k.a. Coco Caliente, a.k.a. Coco Panda, a.k.a. Mr. Ruggs. I didn't like that last one. I didn't like that last one. There was a good flow, and then I just bombed on the third one. Mr. Ruggs. What What kind of nickname? My name is Chase. How about that? Chase Abel. Welcome to the podcast again. It is episode whatever it is. Who knows? <laughs> Nine-ish, eight, you know. Sub ten. Sub ten, you know. Um, whenever you hear it, that's the episode number. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, you know, I had a pretty good weekend myself. Um, we are recording a day after Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. We are going to get into that. We are definitely going to talk about Valentine's Day. And we're going to talk about how my Valentine's Day was um, and what I think about Valentine's Day and how we can move forward with this stupid holiday. Now, I'm not saying stupid from a point of, you know, listen, It's okay to have a day. You know what I think they should call it? They shouldn't call it Valentine's Day. They should call it Happy Love Day. Happy happy Affectionate Day. Happy, um, I don't know, whatever. Anything that doesn't say Valentine's Day. Because this is my thing. Because I think love is fickle. Love is fickle. What What makes you think that love ain't fickle? Right? People are fickle. So what makes you think love ain't going to be fickle? And, you know, listen, look, look already I'm already fucking hating. Already talking, <laughs> just shitting on Valentine's Day and, and, and love and spirit and, and spending $500 on the person that you hate. Because uh, a lot of people, they, they do things out of, um, not because out of love, out of necessity. You know what it is? I'm not gonna be honest with you, people. Uh, I just didn't have a Valentine's Day, and I'm still and I'm still bitter. <laughs> that's, the, that's so what it is. Yeah, I, I I this cut to the chase podcast. I think there's gonna be a lot of growth. <laughs> we gotta be real. There's gotta be a lot of growth. There's gotta I gotta I gotta face the music. I gotta f- look myself in the mirror, and probably admit that. I probably not that happy like i'm generally a happy guy people who know me when i say people when i say know me i'm talking about really know me not just because they seen me on you know a fashion nova cover or something (laughs) i'm just saying Oh, this bitch, I swear to God. Okay, guys, before I even get, you know what? You probably heard my, 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 you know, side um, poltergeist uh, lady in the back. I have a TV that I bought, right? Okay, I lied. I didn't buy it. I'm temporarily using it because a friend never picked it up. I'll, I'm gonna. Ha- I'll get more clarity a little later about that uh, when I have my. Uh, you know, I, I'll get more clarity on that. But what I'm saying is that, yeah, I think you know when you get older, 
and you tend to kind of get a little bit more irritable. You know, you get a little bit more irritable. You get a little, I don't know if it's angry is the word, but you get irritable. And I'm a comedian and we're always irritable. We're always observing things, kind of overthinking things. You know, we look for things to irritate us because we, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's not even there, but we, what we make it, we make it. So, uh, I have a Valentine's day story and I'm going to share it. I have one Valentine's day story where, um, in my earlier days, when I was a young lad, uh, a young pup, um, you know, I like to woo women. I, I like to take women on dates. I was, I was a gentleman, you know, the nineties were in leather pants were in Joe was in Joe to see silk. <laughs> I, I just, that, that was the error, the error of, you know, of the woman, you know, and I took a, I, there was one woman who I really liked and I said, you know what, I'm going to go all out all out on this date. So I, I was a freshman in college and I was working at General Nutrition Center, which is GNC for, for a lot of people who don't know. Yes, I was stealing all the supplements. Well, you know, well, statute of limitations is up. I didn't really steal it. What I did was I returned it. And then when I coded it, I put it as non-perishable and I took it home. <laughs> So technically I didn't steal it. I'm sticking with that story. I met this girl. I met her at a bar. Her name was Bianca, which I love the name. Bianca is a name that I love. I don't know something about Bianca. The name Bianca is very, very nice. I like, I like women that name Bianca. I've always liked the name Bianca. Um, not to confuse it with the character from street fighter. I'm not sure what that name is, but I feel like it's Bianca Baca. I don't know. The green dude that fucking is electric and he, and he when you when you jump and he electrocutes you that 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 person, non relevant to the story, I bombed. <sighs> Let's pick it up a little bit, Chase. Let's pick it up. So I asked her on a date. She's like, "Sure." I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go all out." You know what I decided to do? I decided to order a limo. Yep, yep, yep. I ordered. A, I, I I already you know I ordered a ten passenger limo for one person. And we were going to the Maxwell concert. Now, Maxwell, if Maxwell's coming to town, you got to step it up. You got to step it up. Now, if you guys don't know what Maxwell is, please look him up. He's a fantastic uh, R&B singer. He's been around since the 90s. Um, he's, he's great. If you don't know, if, you, if you're going to follow this podcast, you, you got to know Maxwell. Yeah. So I asked the girls, hey, you want to go to Maxwell concert? So she's like, sure. I was like, quick. I never told her what I was going to do. I never said how I was going to pick her up. I never said that, you know, there was going to be dinner or anything. I'll try to be cool. And I was like, hey, let me order a limo, pick her up at her college so all her friends could see it. Right. So I did that. I ordered a white limo, 10 passenger. Right. Because, you know, that's what you do. Right. I'm from the North Shore. White yeah. White limo. That's a North Shore Boston thing. You know, I got I think I got it from Joe's Joseph's limos <laughs> out of Quincy. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Quincy Mass, Joe's Limousine or something, I think. And uh, I had her pick her up at her college and she, you know, she got into the limo. I wasn't even there. That's the crazy thing. I wanted to be all mysterious. I wanted to show like, you know, I was, I don't know. I think, what's that movie by Antonio Banderas? You know, Zorro? 
I was trying to be like the mystery guy, like where she's like trying to trying to meet him at at a secret location. I try to kind of come in with that angle, like a like a fucking douche, like a idiot. I, I in my head I was thinking, oh, she's gonna love this. You know, yeah. what type of guy does this? Gets a limo for me, right? I had flowers actually waiting inside the limo in the back seat, so when she opened the door, that she would you know she would she would enjoy it. Yeah. Yep. Top of the hub restaurant that I uh, had reservations for. Now, top of the hub was a restaurant in Boston, and uh, the very top of the floor of the Prudential Center here in Boston. It's not it's not there anymore, but it was a very nice restaurant where you can have a three hundred sixty degree view of Boston. I reserved it, okay, under her name. <laughs> so when she go when she would go to the thing, she would say, hey, "Reservations under Bianca." Now, when she went to the restaurant, she sat there. I made sure that the waitress served her a drink before I came over. Who the fuck am I? What am I doing? Now, some of you guys are thinking, what is wrong with you? Now, I'm 19, 20 years old here, so give me a little slack. But I wasn't very experienced in dating at the time. So I showed up and she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, and I, you know, at that time. You know, I was wearing a leather jacket and guess dress pants and shoes from Aldo with a buckle clip with my name on it. I wanted to make a statement. We had dinner and we decided to go to the Maxwell concert. Maxwell concert was great. We showed up in the limo like, like, you know, I felt good. I'm like, oh, she's impressed. We had Great time at the concert. Maxwell did his thing. Great band. Great music. Right? We decided to go to the little club after. A little bit of music there. Still no, you know, I didn't make a move because I'm a gentleman. Right? Dropped her off at a college. Hung out with her a little bit in the dorm. I didn't even go for the kiss. I didn't even go for the kiss. And then I left and I text her the next morning. And never heard from her again. And she's married with two kids and living in New York City. So, so bear with me if I have a little little resentment towards the holiday of Valentine's Day. Um, I might not be over it. Um, but I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. I hope you guys, you shared it with your loved ones. And you guys had a great, great dinner at Top of the Hub. Um, or whatever. Some sushi place down the street. I don't know what you guys like. Or some vegan place, you know. But Valentine's, I like Valentine's Day. You know, it's good to show love. I mean, all, with, all, with all, with, you know, to put the jokes aside for a second, it's good to have someone you can share some time with, go to dinner, have, you know, movie. It's good to show that love. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I really don't stand people who kind of shit on Valentine's Day too much where it's like, all right, let's, can you have a little bit of room of happiness in your life? Can you allow people, you know, can you enjoy another person and take them out to dinner without getting caught up in the mainstream commercial um, idea of Valentine's day. Because if I had, a, if I had someone, which you guys clearly know that I don't based on that story, I would love to take the woman uh, out as much as I can. I'm an outdoor person. I'm an external person. I hate to be in the house, but you know, it is what it is. Hopefully you guys had a good Valentine's day. That was my quick Valentine's uh, story. More of a trauma. But we'll, we'll we'll move on from that. Um, 
I would like to hear exactly what's going on with Mr. Nicky Neighborhoods and how his Valentine's Day was and all the other good stuff that he presents and gives. A presents. I got to read. Fucking. That story got that. That story made me nervous. <laughs> 19 years old, renting a limo, going to top of the hub. Who? <sighs> I did a lot of wild things, man, when I was that's younger. That's why. That's reckless. That's like <laughs> reckless. Yeah, I did. I did that. I did a lot of things um, to get attention from women. Yeah. That I that I look back now and I said, you didn't have to do any of that. None of that. I know you didn't have to repeat it. Yeah, but that was you could you could have just sat in it and just looked at me, but you didn't have to like repeat what I just said. But I could have. It's so annoying when you realize that you could literally just be yourself. It's tough. Yeah. When you're young, you know, you think you know yourself, and you think these are the things you got to do because you're listening to you know BET Uncut, Maxwell. Yep. Maxwell gets you. I mean, these R and B songs get you in trouble. Yeah. The old school R&B songs get you in trouble because they get you into this, you know, spectrum of, I don't know, you think you're a lot, I don't know. You think you you're think you're them. Yeah, 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 like, it's like, I'm not Maxwell. Not even close. <laughs> not even close to Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. not even close, man. My, my Valentine's Day was good. Yeah. I'm and you're big, married, too, so yeah. that's a different, uh, I guess, is it a different approach or a different process when you were single versus, I don't know, break it down for me. How different is it if there's any much different and how much pressure it is for a husband to come with something on Valentine's there's Day? There's still pressure. Okay. There's still pressure. All right. I would argue that it's almost more pressure because you have to live with it for the for the, for the full year after until the next Valentine's. If you, if you don't perform on Valentine's Day, we have to wait another year to correct those mistakes. Hmm. I've I've never hmm. really made many Valentine's Day mistakes because I'm I'm I like to go out to eat and I like to send flowers just in general. I'm pretty I'm kind of a thoughtful guy. Some would say that. Um, no, but my Valentine's Day was great. I we went out to we went out to this place called Contessa. I I did a restaurant review on my podcast of this place. It was it was like as close to Goodfellas as you could get in Boston. That was the vibe, the oh. movie Goodfellas. Yeah, it was oh. better than any North End Italian restaurant I've ever been to. Um, all right, that's a good, that's yeah. a big statement. Yeah, it's a big statement because North End. Oof. I think that's the same sound we're actually going to probably hear too when the North End people hear that yeah. you just made that statement. So we gotta. We gotta I'm over the lightning. North End. I'm over the North End. Someone changed my mind. Someone convinced me, but I'm over the mm. North End, which is like Boston's Little Italy. No, man. I so so when you're married, like you just have to stick to the basics. You have to stick to the one, two step, the basic. Don't try and go beyond anything else. Jewelry, flowers, dinner. That's it. Period. The Holy Trinity. Like that's the three things. If you're a husband, that you need to lock down every mm. single Valentine's Day. Mm. What was the list again? <laughs> you're already out. You're already, you're already jewelry, flowers, dinner and in it, that order. Oh shit! You'd never give the jewelry with the flowers, or vice versa. Wow! Don't combine the two because they're going to be excited about one of them, but not both of them at the same time. So you start with for that's, me. I think I feel like that's women in general. Yeah, not just because of the flowers and the thing. Yeah, but. 
All right. Start with a little thing, like something nice, just small, whatever's in your budget. I don't, I don't go crazy, but like, you know, a nice little thing. I'll do it like three or four days before things before um, Valentine's Day. Yeah. So she can wear it, and then she'll get flowers on Valentine's Day, and then she'll be able to like wear the jewelry out to dinner. That was, so it's all mm, like a trifecta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you it's like it's like jokes. You it's like you know jokes come in forms of threes. Setup, punchline, punchline, tag, or follow up. Yeah, yeah, or bomb in my or case. or bomb. Yeah, well, in my case as well. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you could you could also bomb on uh, on gifts too, right? You could bomb really fucking hard on gifts. Yeah, and it sucks because it's just it's like no gift card, not into gift cards. You could have gave a gift card. Not with the wife. No, no, that's a lack of that's a lack of. Um, like thought i would think it's the opposite i would think he's actually giving her more options you would think that right but yep. she doesn't want options she wants sp- specific valentine's day is is about specificity now do you pay attention to certain cues um like a month prior to certain things that your wife says that she may say hey i like this yeah I, and then you kind of like put a mental note yes. and say, okay like someone who is kidnapped and when they're kidnapped or like and held in captivity you hear those people that are like kept under someone's bed for five years like any little thing that i might that might save me from an impending like doom mm. i'll write down shoe sizes yeah. uh glass it like her name every yeah every <laughs> everything <laughs> took me a year to actually spell her last name correctly but she's, um she's greek no she's russian yeah, yeah, yeah scary p- potatoes potatoes soulless yeah um <laughs> nothing behind the eyes um they're hard people all russians all russians russian come women. from Ooh. she's russian i think russian and then i say boston which is irish and italian okay so she's basically ukrainian pretty much <laughs> um yeah, but, tough. but but dude, that's the thing is you just got to pay attention. You got to pay attention like your fucking life depends on it because it does. Yeah. Because it does. Yeah, because if you don't pay attention, then it kind of, they, they, because they ultimately, women generally, they pay attention to men who don't pay attention. And they, their baseline they, is so much more, women's, ba- a woman's baseline to just being aware of anything that has to do with her. Anything that has to do with her and her life and what's going on, most most women just are so on top of it. So they'll know when you're not on top of it. Right. Right. Yeah, you got to pay attention to cues. Yeah, you got to pay attention to that. Men are generally pretty bad at that. Um, yeah. And I think that if you have a partner that kind of understands you more, like really understands who you are, mm-hmm. they can kind of mitigate that. Um, they can kind of help you deal with, you know, keeping the that alive. You know what I mean? I also would say Google calendars and use the notes function on your on your iPhone. Everything. Wow. Everything that you want to make you want, if you're married, mm-hmm. use a Google calendar. Set a reminder for yourself because it's it's going to save your life. I would set a reminder to remind me how long this is going to last for me to <laughs> like because you know, marriage is this is a thing. I'm sure I'm going to get married. Um, 
wishful thinking, but who knows, right? I kind of feel like I need a listening. Listening doesn't take a lot of effort. Right, but it actually does. I disagree completely. It kind of does. It Active initially, listening yeah. is one of the hardest things anyone can do. It's one of the hardest things I've learned how to how to do. Well, okay, let me break this down. I think listening when you're married, the skills that it takes you to listen when you're married, is a little different from when you're single. When you're single, right, you're like kind of, you're like only listening to certain points. When you're yes, when you're married, it's like writing a college. It's like writing a. It's like understanding a point in college. You're looking for what? What can I put on the paper that's just going to get me through? Like how am I? This mm. analogy is falling apart at the seams. But no, that's fine. We're no, but it's it. you. You just want the bullet points. When you're single, you just want the the yeah, cliff notes. The cliff Give me notes. the fucking cliff notes. Yeah. What do you? You don't like Italian food? Okay, we won't go to an Italian restaurant. Right. Fine. Right. When you're married. So it's like a fucking master class. Yeah. You have yeah. to take notes. Sure. You I literally have to write things down because my wife and and I think more women actually I shouldn't say this. Yep. I think more You're women should I me. think more women should do this, which is like when you do something small, like say for example Here we go. He's gonna go down here he goes. Here he goes. He's he's thinking about it. Like if she says like if my wife says to me I, I really don't I really don't like when you take the trash out okay and don't replace the bag now let's just talk as men right now I thought who gives a fuck right. the trash is out right 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 is it gonna kill her to put the bag in yes it is it is put the fucking bag back in yeah and something so small like that if you do it over the course of your life will will drive a woman to kill you well we i think we <clears throat> all right so i think we've identified that women generally pay attention to smaller things right small details things. yeah yeah very very particular sm specific small things right mm -hmm. i don't know same shit um and men typically don't now do you believe in the idea that do you believe in this idea that opposites attract yeah, oh yeah my wife and i are very different very i would say we're my wife and i are opposites well, she's Russian and you're Jewish? <laughs> Lebanese. That was close. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's potatoes, potatoes on this podcast. He's doing, Nick's doing his act. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah, so you, do you kind of, do you, do you believe in that? Because my thing, my, my school of thought is this, is that, yeah, opposites attract, but then at some point I feel like it it runs out. Because the personalities well, kind of, in my opinion, like the, at some point, because at some point, uh, for me, I think relationships is just like with anything, when you're on this earth, it's about growth, right? So if you're not growing in a relationship um, together and also individually, then at some point, whatever opposite attractions that you guys have that or don't have with each other end up kind of going away because you guys kind of end up like liking and doing the same things over time because you 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 get to know each other more right i yeah i agree with that but i think when when we say grow i think that's that that like i think people break up after a certain time when they realize the person is completely opposite someone's gonna have to bend in the relationship 
Someone's going to mm, have to, okay. you know. Yeah. One's going to have to kind of give in a little bit. Yeah, but you got to ask yourself. I think I think most men have to ask themselves, like, if you, does this person accept you for, like, you at your worst? Like, they know you at your worst. And if they do and they're willing to work with you on that stuff, that's harder. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's harder for someone to accept. So if, if she's like, okay, I don't like, I don't like. Um, fucking gray sweaters and she flips the fuck out when you get her a gray sweater because you forgot because there's 50 million fucking things that you have to remember in a day don't yell at me I'm sorry Chase you could tell I'm getting a very emotional upset yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't know about this. yeah this is, you don't you ever raise your voice at me <laughs> I didn't buy I, for a moment <laughs> I blacked out a little bit yeah. there for a second sorry yeah you were going down the rabbit hole yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that you were fine Oof. Uh, yeah. um, so okay so you have to things. kind of it's, it's, it's totally up to the person hold on a second I'm gonna write something down certain things okay Nick alright gray sweater don't mention gray sweater <laughs> wait cause you, you whoa. go ahead babe go ahead you can tell that struck that struck a nerve no, no, no. It's, it's, you know, my, my world is like, my whole life is forgetting stuff. My whole life has always been, I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. Why am I in trouble as a kid? Because I forgot to do something and I wasn't focusing on something because I was fucking off in the clouds. Yeah. Um, Would you say that marriage has helped you get a little bit more organized? It's forced me to because if not, you'll lose the person you really care about. Good point. So you Good can point. either utilize the organizational features on your iPhone <laughs> to yeah. remember this shit. Right. Did, did, let's be honest. It's like, so you're give smart, me a actually. break. So yeah. you, kind of, you, you kind of was like, hey, in order for me to keep this great thing that I have in my life, I got to fucking get this together. And if I, and if I haven't got it together yet through, like, through my own personal practices, let's use other resources to kind of help me get to the point where i need to be yes okay yeah yeah i feel like that's how i am when i substitute marshmallow fluff with jelly when i don't have regular jelly i use marshmallow fluff yeah it's not quite but it gets me going to the place of serenity where i need to be yeah you bend for that because you know it's because you know the sandwich is worth it yeah it's always worth it yeah Peanut butter and jelly. That's how much you love peanut butter. Oh my god! Is you're like I'll put we can't we're not going to do jelly. I'll put fluff on it. Yeah. Oh, I love peanut butter. Um, I really feel for people who don't like it or are allergic for it. Yeah. uh, Because peanut butter is great. Now, if you tell me that you have Nutella, then now we have a fucking party, my friend. The nipples get hard, and things get a little little black. No pun intended. That's. That's where we're going. <laughs> but nonetheless, I uh, hope you guys had a great uh, holiday and you shared it with your loved ones. That's basically the point of what we're saying. Um, and don't buy your uh, significant other any gray sweaters. Because Nick will have a conniption. <laughs> we actually had a little... Um, I did... I mean, there was a Super Bowl. There was a Super Bowl that went on. Yeah. Yeah, L.A. Rams won the Super Bowl. Great game. Cincinnati Bengals. Um, two great teams. Uh, I'm always rooting for the underdogs. Um, but, hey, you always got to have a winner. And uh, But it was a great game. I was, everyone's talking about the halftime show. Uh, yeah, halftime show. And you know I'm all about this. Listen, 
anyone who knows me and anyone going forward who will know me will have to know this about me. I am all day 90s generation era, period. All day 90s hip hop, 90s rap, 90s alternative, 90s R&B, 90s pop. I'm all about it because in my opinion, the 90s was the, in, I would say the 90s and maybe the 60s, possibly the 70s, but we can go back and forth with that. But definitely the 90s was probably the most pivotal, pivotal culture that transcended social, social, you know, society, you know, Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick fucking Lamar, son. Fire. What are you going to say? I mean, I love how they did it, number one. I love the... Because my biggest concern with the halftime show at Super Bowl is like, how is it set up? Because you're, you're in the round, right? You have to play for the whole stadium. So the way that they set it up as neighborhoods, kind of. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. the stage setup I thought was really cool. Yeah, the stage production was good. Yeah. Can we please give it up for for 90s, late 90s? I agree. Like late 90s, early 2000s was really my mm-hmm. sweet spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that too. That too. Those, yeah. those artists are such good. Like they command. The, I just think of like the locks versus Dipset yeah. and just how they they commanded the crowd like those like late late 90s early 2000s artists yeah. Yeah. they just know how to command the crowd and they were good they weren't shaky no. 50 was a little 50 was a little out of breath like, i think cuz we sung upside down it was on yeah, yeah to gravity the was, gravity got caught up it was them. gravity it wasn't yeah. yeah it wasn't about you know his skill set no 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 yeah hey, i was hey, impressed hey some of you guys i got a little problem with gravity too so let's <laughs> Let's not get a little ahead of ourselves here, all right? So, and you know, you see all those memes with Fifty Cent, you know, him saying that he was a little overweight and stuff. Hey, the guy's almost fifty, right? I think he's almost fifty. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, um, and he's been around for a long time. So, hey, sometimes you you deserve to let yourself go a little bit, you know. But as far as with the show itself, halftime show was great. Doctor Dre coming out first was a great scene. Um, I mean, Doctor Dre never performs. You never see him perform. No. Um, Eminem, same. He used yeah. to, but not anymore. Uh, oh, and I forgot Snoop Dogg. How the heck did I forget Snoop Dogg? He was also in the mix. I thought Snoop was the best part of the whole thing. Oh, I mean, Snoop, you add Snoop to anything. You know, you could put Snoop in any particular situation. He's going to make things good. You he, know? He's one of those artists who, like, I don't think anybody has more fun than Snoop Dogg on stage. Mm-hmm. Or just in general. I think in general. He just, you know... Well, when he been, he's been famous since he's been 18, 19 yeah. years old, and he probably arguably has the best probably rap album of all time. You think? Yeah, people would say so. I mean, he's, it's the most it's one of the most sold for sure. You know, Doggy World. Uh, yeah, Doggy, yeah. So uh, I think uh, Doggy's what you, I don't even want to fact check that. Yeah. But um, but nonetheless, yeah, I agree with you, Nick. I think he always has a good time. You know, you could put him in any setting. He always seems like he knows something about something about anything. I mean, some he always seems that he knows something about everything. You know, he may not know everything about a topic, but he'll know a little something about it. And um, yeah, it was just great. The energy of the crowd in L.A. was crazy. Bumping. 
Like, you know that the people wanted that to happen. Yeah, like, you they know, needed it. They needed it. It was, I mean, I got goosebumps just because from a performance, you know, as a, from a performance, like, view of, I was like, I wish I was there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's really, that's, you know, next time if I can afford it, you know, $20,000 ticket, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. Super Bowl would be fun. I'd go to the Super Bowl for sure. Yeah. I feel like I can only go to the Super Bowl, like, the right way. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to any sporting event not the right way. Yeah. And what my right way is it's got to be all access. I need I need, you know, I need like food already there. Oh, yeah. Like like the apps that need to be there before I get there. Yep. And it, and it needs to be warm. Yep. So as I'm coming from the elevator, it's like someone needs to contact the chef or the people. They need to get it up like as we're coming. You're a boxy kind. I feel like you could be a you could be a boxy I can see you being wanting to be on the field I'm a floor, before I'm a floor the game. Seats, I'm floor seats all day. I'm I'm by, I like a but good I, box. Seat. I like a good box, all right? But yeah. you have in order to have a good box setup, you got to have like good good quality food. friends and food. friends and food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You don't want to be the go- the lonely guy in the box, but with like one with like one other person. <laughs> well, like yeah. a box with like two people's got to be bizarre. That's when you know you're a baller. That's when you know you've made it. I actually take everything I just said back. I want to be lonely and sad in a box with the gray at sweater? the Super Bowl with, your gray with my wife, and I'll be wearing the gray sweater, <laughs> and she'll just be disapproving the whole time. <laughs> it's not even she loves gray sweaters. It was it was something else. I forget what it was. It was like yeah. a certain bare printed jeans or something. It was just like never again. Don't buy any. Don't buy this shit. Don't buy. Yeah. Don't buy the. It's tough, man. You know? But to the Super Bowl, like I was really impressed at, at, at I was impressed. Yeah. I was impressed. The music was good. They played all the classics. Mary J killed it. Mary J's dope live. Yeah. You know, people I don't know, man. This whole generation of um entertainment from the music from the music side. It's you I mean if you can't tell that it's not the same Based on from that Super Bowl performance, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Not many of them look like they're having fun. Not many of today's performers look like they're really into it. They're trying to get the bag. Well, it's, it's definitely all money driven for sure. Um, I mean, the music business has also changed as well. The the way, you know, maybe for the better because now more artists are in control of their music and they're making real money now. You know, but aside from that. I'm just talking for more from the the authentic side, you know, the purest side of the of the music, you know, like give me like listen. I I don't even want to get into it because that that's gonna I have to, <laughs> listen. I have to do an episode purely on '90s stuff that, and then we really have to get into it. We'll break it down, music shows, stuff like that, because. I, I'm doing it a disservice by just only briefly talking about it, <laughs> you know, because get it, into it. I just feel like, you know, this anytime I put on any music from the 90s, like it's just it's timeless. You know, even if even most even like some of the hip hop music well, most of the hip hop music and rap music is samples from like sounds from the 70s mm-hmm. and 60s, and stuff like that. But it's still like it's just fantastic, man. As soon as you put it on, it's just a vibe. Yeah. You know, it's just energy and. That's all I'm saying, man. You know, and I'm not saying there's not that many good uh, artists now. There's there's a lot of great artists now, but they don't get the real artists, the real true artists. They don't get the the shine. 
You know, you got all no. this fluff and shit. You know, and I'm just not in it. I'm just not in it. And then if I'm in the club, yeah, I'll jam to it because it's got a good beat. But I mean, if if let me say this. If you gave me the option of saying, hey, Chase, you want to come to a 90s only party or do you want to go see, you know, Little Uzi Vert? Yeah. I'm going to the 90s party. Yeah. And I'm dressing in 90s attire. Yeah. Without you even telling me. (laughs) I'm going to wear my overalls with the one strap down with the hat backwards with Tim's. I'm looking for this one song. Keep keep talking. I got to. Yeah. The it's be- just that '90s. The '90s vibe is the '90s vibe, and then it gets into the early 2000s. Was a little is when it started to talk about money, and it started to get a little crazy. Well, I think post Fifty Cent, yeah. G Unit, you know, Dipset was huge. You know, Dipset obviously yeah. was huge. G Unit was huge. Um, and then yeah, it kind of. I think after that, it kind of went a little little left you know but then you had a few artists like kendrick come out j cole came out Mm -hmm. late late 2000s um so you have those artists that are that are fantastic but yeah it it is a different different vibe i mean you know me when you came here to um coco panda studios um you know i'm usually playing like 70 soul music you know i'm into 70 soul Oops, sorry. Go ahead. And uh, a little Marvin Gaye. That that type of... I, you know what I want to do for my birthday that's coming up? And guys, by the way, my birthday's coming up in March. And... Um, not, not not January. No, no, not January. <laughs> Why would you say January? Did I tell you? I texted you. I had, it, I had it on my calendar. Oh, you idiot. For the wrong you month. Did. Well, you're not right idiot. You, you actually was... It's just, it was the wrong... Yeah, it was the wrong month, but the right day. I... The intent was awesome, but the execution was flawed. Yeah, so you lost. We would have lost Super Bowl if you were on my team. This is it, right? SWV. Oh, play it. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Can you stop for that second? Yeah. The first 15 <laughs> seconds got my dick hard, son. <laughs> it didn't even say a word yet. Nothing. You have the vocals. You have the fucking um, the, the beat, the way that it fades in. Yep. I mean, come on. I was the only one at Andover High School listening to <laughs> bumping this. And look at you now. <laughs> look at me now. And look at you now. You got soul, baby. I mean, it's just Come on. better. It is. It's better. It truly is. I'm sorry. Like 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 Billie Eilish. Sure. Very talented. She's good. She's good. You can't even deny it. Yeah, she's good. She's got her own sound, too. She's good. But, yeah. like, this is just... This stuff is just apples and oranges at this point. It has to... Yeah. It's apples and oranges, you know? <sighs> Give me... Surprise me with another one. Let's see. So yeah, surprise me with another one, because I don't think... We need to really let people know, you know, what we are about here. Okay? SWV. Oh, my God. SWV. What a fantastic group. And women were leading in the music business. Mm-hmm. They were leading... Like, they were... They were 
incredible talents back uh-huh. then. You know what I mean? Not to say there's not now, but it's not that. It's not as good. I, hey, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You know? There's not that there's there's no groups anymore. You know, there's no groups Rough. anymore. It's it's, it's a, you know, come on, man. You know? Actually, I'll even give you uh you know what I'll do? I'm going to this is for the ladies. I'm I'm going to I'm going to refer. I'm going to give you something, Nick. Silk freak me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is a little different vibe. This is direct. Accept it. This is like when the door locks on the car. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't playing this at the dances. No. They weren't playing this at the dances. Yes, they were. At my dances, they were. Yeah, so I was at the wrong dances. Yeah, you were. Yeah, my dances, my school's district, we, we we were a little, we were a little different. I remember that song, every time that song came on, there was one girl that I always wanted to dance with in the sixth grade. Her name was Marie. She had red hair. Marie McCallum. Sorry. Um, That's actually, this is a plug for you, to be quite honest with you. Um, And she would always dance with another guy. And uh, I always would just look at them and I would be sad. But when I got to the seventh grade, baby, it all changed. You know? Brandy and Monica. Give me something. Give me something, man. We're gonna we're going down the road here. We're gonna let people know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, that boy's mine by Brandy. The boy is mine. 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 Yeah, boom. Chords. No words yet. Set it up. Mm. You're in the car just waiting. Oh, I think that's a harp. <laughs> it's got to be a harp. Like the harp. Can I please talk to you for yeah, me? see, she. T- the interludes. This isn't an interlude. I mean, this is the beginning of the song. But like on these '90s albums, the interludes where it would just be dialogue. It would just be a skit. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like a play. Oh well, they, they, they were those. Those were a thing back then. You know, the interludes is what you look forward to, or the intros to, to albums and to certain uh, records, you know? So good. Um, I mean, I mean, we can go on and on, but this is what we're talking about. You know, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I mean, what are you going to compare that Cardi B? I mean, what, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion? Which I think Megan Thee Stallion is, is a good rapper, but I mean... What are we talking about, honestly? Different, different levels. And I'm not shitting on the people that are making the music. I'm not. But it's not the same. The energy's not the same. The The vibe is not the same. And that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. So uh, hopefully you guys uh, love that little 90s uh, flashback. I enjoyed it. Nick, thank you very much. Anytime. Um. And uh, got some dates, got some dates going on since we are, I'll take give you guys some dates here, a little midway. Um, you guys can always follow me at Chase Abel, at Chase Abel Instagram, C-H-A-S-E-A-B-E-L, uh, at Chase Abel. Instagram is where I am. I like to keep it all there. Snapchat, eh, kind of get a little bit more familiar with Snapchat. It's not really my thing. I'm really kind of a one place guy, so 
follow me on instagram if comedy uh www.chaseable.com uh you guys can follow me also on there go to my website and you can see the dates there i got some dates i just want to throw at you since you guys are listening to me uh next week if you're in boston i'll be at capo restaurant on the 23rd uh, capo in south boston um, i'll be performing there showtime eight o'clock and i also will be on uh the 25th uh the 25th of november i'll be in worcester worcester i'll be at the tiki bar in worcester uh 433 park ave um no, that's actually not. How about this? How about I'll do my dates in the beginning when I have my stuff in order? Just send me a voice memo of the dates tomorrow tomorrow, and I'll put it at the front of the episode. Yeah, we'll do that. Capo's a good room, though. Yeah. Capo, well, how about I do this? I'll do my Capo dates specifically, and the rest of my dates I'll say in the, in the beginning. I'll be at Capo. This is a Capo plug yeah. as of right now because I only have my Capo, <laughs> my capo dates. Um, those came in today. Shout out to uh, Will Will Noonan. Um, February twenty third, which I just said, so I was already right. I'm already one step ahead of the game. Um, I'm also there March 9th, uh, day before my birthday. Actually, no, I'm not there March 9th. That's fucking wrong. Um, I'm in a place in Lemonster, Mass. Um, probably some methadone clinic. I don't know, but uh, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, March 30th, I'll be at Capo, and April 6th, I'll be at Capo Restaurant. Great place, great food. Get the chicken palm uh, and a gnocchi. Tell them I told you so. And, yeah, I got to get a little better with my dates here. You're a you are comedian, Chase. You probably should get a little organized, you know? I, um, I think we talked about... Did we talk about... Um, there was one thing I want to talk to you about, Nick, and I had it. I had it in my notes, but I forgot. I literally forgot. There was something that you. No, it was something about um, something about like uh, with housing. You know, with uh, the type of house that if you had the type of house. Oh, that's what it was. See, it comes back to me, guys. See, thank guys for letting me figure that out. If you had the option, right? Would you buy a big, big house? Like a mansion, if you had them all the money in the world, would you buy a mansion or would you buy what type of house would you buy? What's your ideal house? Ideal housing arrangement for you and your significant other. Ideal housing arrangement for me. I like I like variety. So I would have I would have if I had all the money in the world, I would ask myself why can't I make make two houses? Why can't I own two houses? So like variety is good for me. So that so the house would be different. But if I was limited to one house, okay. If I was limited to one house, I've always wanted to raise a family in the city. Oh, really? Yeah. I've always wanted to raise a family in like a big brownstone where you own all the floors or one of those monster, like just nice city houses that you walk by and you're just like, that's a fucking nice, but it's in the middle. It's like on Com Ave or something. You know what it is? I think I've seen you before. As you're saying that, I think I've seen you before walking in Chelsea, New York. Oh, Christopher going, Street. Yeah, so yeah, off Seventh Ave, like twenty third and seventh. Big time. I'm a big I'm a big uh what's that what's it, St. John's place down at all those places with those big fucking houses, those big brownstones. That 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 I'd go brownstone. Yeah. You definitely look like a New York guy. Like you like New York that won't seem to bore you. Not never. But I feel like you would never be there. 
that's why the two houses thing for me is like I don't want like a bunch of them. I just want two. So yeah. like one in the city and then one I I would love a beach house. Oh yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, beach house. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. One of my one of my What about you? Um one of my dreams is a kind of having a small cottage, not even a small cottage house, but a but a, like a beach house next to the water. Um I really like water. I mean, I'm a Pisces naturally. I'm a water sign, so maybe there's a connection there. Um that's for the ladies shameless um way of trying to put myself out there for you guys but definitely water has to be next to the water uh, i'm not looking for a really huge house you know four bedroom you know three and a half baths <laughs> you know a couple car you know some 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 places for my cars but it's got to have that view of that ocean you know where that's going to be i don't know um i'll even take a lake house you know, like a nice lake, uh, but it's definitely got to be water. And as far as my primary residence, I'm I'm conflicted now because before I always wanted to live in a condo. I always wanted to live in those high rise type things, and I did that before. But now, as I'm getting older, I think space is something I am appreciating more. And out so it's out of the city, but not too much out the city. You know, so gotta have a space. Privacy. I gotta have space, man. I need space because I'll be damned. Listen, I will be damned, and I know there's listeners out there that listen to this podcast that live in one of these type of places where you're paying a shitload of money, whether renting or a condo, and you're living to some annoying neighbor or the neighbor downstairs, above you, across the hall, who knows, and you always are getting complaints about your music playing too loud or your, you know, something something from the management company saying you know you left the trash out too long or you brought it out too early now you have a 200 fine hey hey condo associations of america go fuck yourself dude they're no joke they're no joke i got a 300 dollars noise violation fine when i used to i can see that though well i mean this is i mean jeez now i understand why she fucked Every time I come as over, you to, keep saying as you talk more, I can understand why she, you know the gray sweater thing actually yeah, makes yeah, yeah. a difference. <laughs> you can see, yeah. Every time I come over, I can see you get a noise complaint because every time I come over, you like to play music or t- or you're, you're you're watching a show or something and it's on and you always and you have it on a good volume. I got it on a good volume. You like that's part of your that's part of your vibe. Yeah. So I got a three hundred dollar noise violation from one of the condo associations where I used to live, and I'm like, what? And sucks. Like we live on a penthouse. We live. On, there's no one above us. There's no one above us. Yeah. Like my friend pays in all, like almost a million dollars for this place, specifically so we wouldn't have these issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, condo livings for the young man. I'm telling you right now. That's why I like I see Is these it? brownstones. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, I thought it'd be for the old because old people. Don't well. Live. I guess because yeah, young people don't like to like. Who's gonna mow a lawn? No, I mean, I, you, I no. You know what? You know what? You're you're right. I think I think. Well, for me, like I just think of like when I get older, I want space. But then the more I think about it, it's like that. I'm saying that because I'm young. Yeah, I'm saying that because I'm young. Yeah. When I'm old, the fuck am I gonna be playing music for? I yeah. want to know if I fall. Yeah. That someone can actually hear it. <laughs> so I I sh- well, I should want it to be quiet. Yeah, I guess you're gonna have to hire a different real estate agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to look at certain other conditions for you. I just signed a. Le- we just. I was telling you this earlier. I got. I'm getting a new place, and it's in a. It's in a condo building, the, and the whole thing is you have to schedule to move in. 
You have to make an appointment to move in. Everything's an appointment in these places. Everything's a fee. Everything is a uh, to do. But you got to. I I kind of sussed out the vibe when I walked in there. I saw people were leaving some stuff outside of their front door. Like they were a little. You take it. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. And um, the the thing that I'm most excited about, and this this lets you know where I'm at in my life. There's a there's a refuse room, a garbage room, a what. Yeah. So most buildings, I'm sure if you, you, know, you travel to New York frequently, mm-hmm. when you throw the garbage out in a big building, you go to the garbage room and throw it down the chute. Yes. This, we don't have chutes, but we go down into the, you go down into the garbage room and throw it out inside and they clear it out two, two days a week. How far is the trash from your... It's in the basement. So you have to travel downstairs? Yeah. I'm out. Oh, you don't like that? I'm out. If I'm paying so much money, I don't want to leave my floor. I want everything yeah. to be accessible on my floor. Now that you say it like that, though, I think I might have made a mistake. Cut to we're, the six, ch- we're like six or seven floors up. Cut to the chase. Because if... Listen, I don't, I'm not going to ask you how much it costs, but I have an convenience. idea. Yeah. You pay for the convenience, but what? what's the convenience? It's not a lot. It's like 10 grand a month. <laughs> Stop fucking with you. Well, I mean, even if it was it's eleven, yeah. I mean, if they listen, if they, if you were paying ten thousand dollars a month and they allowed you, and they still let you take out your own trash, forget it. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. I mean, like, look, it's it's. Um, I've never lived in, um, and even the place that I'm we're moving into now, it's like it's it's fine. It's like in a it's like in a brownstone like kind of condo building, like yeah. But anywhere in Boston, you can tell. Like I've never lived in a luxury building, so I don't know what the what the like. I've always wanted to live in those buildings. I lived in one, um, just to see what it's like. Yeah, I lived in one. I actually got a little spoiled. I, I lived with my, uh, you know, one of my really good friends. He had a penthouse. He still has a penthouse um, in Cambridge. And I was living there for like three years, two years. Um, and let's just say we had a good old time. Oh, I'm sure. It was probably the most craziest, just fast forward lifestyle. And that was in my prime. Yeah. 27 to like 30. Yeah. Money, cars, clubs, <sighs> Armani jeans. Yeah, yeah, see, that's... Armani exchange jeans, yep, there by you the go. way. Not, not... Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa It's very Middle Eastern of you. Yeah. With an Armani exchange matching t-shirt. <sighs> Aldo shoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kenneth Cole belt. Yep. And a wrist, in wrist beats. And, of course. Of course. Dare I ask what cologne, what scent you were going with? Jupe. <laughs> 90s no hesitation jupe yeah yeah you and sebastian maniscalco are the only two people wearing jupe oh <laughs> i think in the in the early 2000s <laughs> yeah it's good stuff yeah it was a, it was a good time it was a good time and uh it, a little scary though because you just you know when you when you kind of when you're in that there is a thing there is a there is a a lifestyle that's kind of dangerous. Yeah. That I've experienced. Witnessed and experienced. And a lot of people live it. I know these people. Mm-hmm. It's the work hard, play hard thing. You know, they work in like 10 to 12 hour days, 13 hour days. You know, what God, for, you know, God only knows what they're using to keep, to stay up, to to make this money, right? Yeah, most of these people are on amphetamines. 
yeah, coke, phetamines, you know, whatever, whatever it takes to add a whatever, yeah. right? Just to kind of make you know clock in, do the thing, work hard, yep. and then they're just letting loose of all that stress, and it's and it's and it goes like wild. it's wild. And then, and at some point, I just I was observing, and I'm like, man, these guys do it like they just kind of recycle this, these experiences every weekend, every weekend. It's wild. It's wild. And yeah, for a little bit, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss it. <laughs> you know, you just I miss it until I miss it until I hear like one of these stories of somebody has somebody over their apartment and. There's a lot of people that are doing drugs and everyone dies of fentanyl. <laughs> well, or you know, like, yeah. or someone slips and and you know, yeah. kill like do, like slips off a balcony, and then I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't miss any any of that. Like, it was a crazy time, but it was a it was a it was a fun time, you know. But it was wild. It was wild. But yeah, See, we lived in a condos. You know, it was it was crazy. You know, every time it was crazy. We had a, we had an indoor pool, indoor gym. You know, if listen. Too nice, too nice for too young. Like that's that's too my nice thing. I never young. was in a nice. Yeah. I was I was never in a, like a nice uh, luxury. See see, there's nice. Like what I think of nice is is like, it's a nice little house or a nice little apartment that's clean and and you have a you know not right. not a lot of space but enough. Luxury is different. No luxury living is a whole different. And thing. you know the vibe when you walk in, you just smell it. Yeah. I mean, you smell patchouli. The scent. The scent is is lets you know what type of place that yeah. you're in. As soon as you walk into like a lobby of a residence concierge lobby, you know what you you get yourself into. Yeah, you know. But I, I'm not to, I'm not saying that I would not go back to live like that. I, it would be a little bit more realistic, though. You know, I would get like a one uh, one bedroom. You know, I wouldn't get like a two bedroom. You know, I get a one bedroom. I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking about moving. Well, I'm not thinking about it. I'm. I'm definitely getting out of this fucking city yeah uh i love boston but it's time for the next chapter and it will be somewhere warm mm. because i said to myself you know i think we talked about this i want to spec i want to spend the next quarter of my life third of my life however how long i live fucking if i want to work and hustle man i might as well work and hustle in some warm weather yeah and i think that's what people should kind of like think about Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you love your city, wherever you're from, if you're a townie, if you love living in Seattle, if you love living from Boston, being from Boston, yep. and that's part of your fabric, then do it. But if you're the type of dude or woman that oh, fucking complains about <laughs> the thing all the time, let's look at some other options here. Technically, the most Boston thing to do is move to Florida at a certain point in your life. <laughs> that's the most Boston thing you could do is be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to Florida. Tampa, Tampa, um, Fort Lauderdale. I heard is a yeah. is a nice is a nice place. You know, anywhere like west or south. You yeah. know, Florida, um, Orlando. I heard is nice, but you know, I'm more like looking towards like maybe the West Coast. You know, San Diego, yep. San Diego. I mean, it's fucking fantastic, all year round. And you know, it's quick hop, skip, jump to Vegas, Mexico. You know, you can do the circuit on. You know, yep. Las Vegas is coming up. You know, they got the teams there now. A lot of business coming up. A lot of comedy clubs. That's you, an, you need water, right? I need water. Yeah. That's the thing. Atlanta's out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm African. I am from the desert, so I'll, I'll be fine for a little bit. Not too long, though. So maybe... Like, <laughs> not too long, so but... Yeah, maybe... Yeah. But I like water. I need to be next to... Even though I've lived next to water my whole life here, never went to the fucking beach. But I need it as an option. I have yeah. to see it. Just to be like, hey, it's there. 
At least it's there, so I Listen, can... Listen. It might be in too much the of The beach is not... I'm a pool guy, though. Yeah. But I have to see the beach. I have to yes. know, like... Yeah, this is... You, one of the one of the many things that we have in common is that I like being in the pool, but looking out and being like, oh, that's a nice view of the ocean, but I don't ever have to get in it. The ocean, from a from a tactile, from a, from a senses and touch standpoint, is hell for me. Yeah, a little yucky. It's gross. A little yucky. It's like stew. Especially the East Coast. East Coast. Oh, East Coast beaches, it's like... Forget yeah. it. Yeah, you, when you get start getting more south, south like Carolinas, things like that, it starts to get better. Yeah, for sure. You know, Daytona Beach. Well, Daytona's Florida, but like Carolina, like the Carolinas and stuff. Then, then you get to like places like the Bahamas. Oh, and you're like, this is this is what all beach should yeah. be like. Yeah, blue, clear blue that's water. The, that's the spot. Have you, I need to get a. I need. I need a vacation like that. I need a vacation, and I have the places to go now. Um. Turks and Caicos, I heard, mm-hmm. is another place. Yeah. Bahamas, Bora Bora. Any of the British Virgin Islands, I would I would recommend. Yeah. Any place that has a lot of white people wearing Bergenstocks, that's where I want to go to. Bro, that's the thing is like... You feel me? Like, I need to go where, you know, Hawaii. Hawaii is a place that, that's, that's domestic that I haven't even gone yet. The tough thing, I just wish Hawaii was a little closer. Mm-hmm. It's all about finding those little places that are just close enough. Like if you're trying to go on an adventure, go to go to Hawaii. But yeah. if you're just trying to do like a you know yeah. six hour flight is your max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to go to like go to the Bahamas. Go like just yeah. right off the shore. Yeah, like uh, yeah, the Virgin Islands, Bahamas. Yeah. yeah, those type of islands. Those are beautiful. Have you ever gone? Have you ever- I was in the. Uh, we, we went to the British Virgin Islands for our honeymoon, Virgin Gorda, and it was. Absolutely fucking beautiful. That's right. When I saw your whole collage of robes. Big robe guy. Big res- I'm a big resort guy, as I'm sure you could tell. <laughs> I interact with the staff, but not in not in a way where you're uh, like, oh, guys, shut the fuck no, up. No, I know. I interact in a way where I'm just like, I'm, I'm easy. What, you know, right. how are you doing? How are you doing? Right. Yeah. But don't mess up the service level. But at the same time, I said no ice. And this has an abundance of ice and it. it hurts my teeth because I'm running out of. Uh, what? Uh, no, I'm, I have sensitive gums, sensitive teeth. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sensodyne helps. Yeah. Different toothpaste. But I think I think those places are great. You yeah. should definitely go. and You should definitely go and like start small and then kind of, you know, and then just take it from there. That's well, what I did. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. The very, first, the very first international type of, I guess, getaway that I, that I have to do, I'm not going anywhere unless I go to Africa first. I was just about to say that. I'm not go I'm not going anywhere unless I touch Africa first. And that I recommend everybody to do. Yeah. If if you can. You know, and I'm not talking about like going to you know, the the most like the you know, most people go to Africa, they go to like the most tourist place. Yeah. The ones that, that's recognized around the world, right? I'll go there, but also go go to like some other places. I think people are scared. To like go to like because they don't know like how would I like for me for example the only way that I would know how to go anywhere in Africa is if I knew someone from Africa I know like one person from Nigeria mm-hmm. and I would have to I don't know, but like the normal the average person mm-hmm. would be would be terrified to go outside of the yeah. four walls of the resort yeah even the even you saying that statement is interesting to me because you just said like you you know probably one person. Like from, I guess, Africa, Nigerian. Mm-hmm. 
but that's how I feel like that's how it usually that's how it is here in America. Like people who grew up here or born here, Americans or generally like who are not from Africa or mm. like immigrants, it's like they don't have like a like a huge diverse group of like friends. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and then for me, it's like I have a whole bunch of friends that are from all parts of the world, mm-hmm. right? I got you. You're from like three parts. You know, you little mix there. Mm-hmm. I got people from Ireland, people from Italy, people from China, like. You know, so I can always, I guess it's more of a privilege, I guess, in a way, because I can always just be like, you know what? I want to go to China. Oh, I know people that live in China. Oh, I got I got yeah. people in Germany. Oh, I know people in Germany. I want to go to Germany. I got people in Germany. I literally have someone in every part of the world. Mm. And I'm starting to think like, oh, that's not actually a normal thing. That could be just a privilege no, you know- or maybe just something I'm just luckily and like blessed with that I have friends I've been able to like cultivate relationship with and still maintain those relationships and I can kind of have that. You know, it's a relationship thing. It's, a relationship it's absolutely thing? a relationship thing. Number one, I think mm-hmm. when you're in college, that starts like for me in college, I knew a lot more like what, the way that you're describing things. Like if I want to go to the UK, I could talk to this person. If I want to go to Nigeria, I would talk to this person. And yeah. I think as you get older and if you start to work and especially if you start to work a nine to five, you hang out with those people or you or you kind of stay within a certain circle of people yeah. um, unless your job or your social life kind of allows you to go out. It's all about meeting new people. It's all about meeting new people. Yeah. And, and if you're stuck will. behind a desk yeah. and you're like, and then when you do it, because I felt this too, like sometimes I love small talk. I'll go out and I'll talk to anyone. I'll talk to the Uber driver, my wife does not like small talk. She's like, get me from point A to point B. I was Russian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, she's not from Russia, but she's, yeah, that there is that, there's that streak no, right, in her. It's the, they have it. The well, for sure. Yeah, for they, sure. They, they, it's it's not, just like, yeah. why am I going to open myself up to potentially yeah. someone I don't know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, I think when you get to a certain age, you start to be like, you start to get back into that. You're curious. I like it. You got to be more curious and you got to have more conversation. But it's tough these days though. You don't know who... Oh no, you don't you know, know who's who and what their intentions are and Well, I had a very interesting um encounter with someone who I barely yeah. I had an interesting encounter with someone who I barely knew who literally flipped the script because I just told him like my view on something. And this is the type of like world that we're living in now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of bipolar people out there right now sensitive bipolar well mentally ill there's a lot of mentally ill people out there but then there's also a lot of people that i think wish they were mentally ill to justify the way that they act yeah yeah because (laughs) man it was just like a flip of the switch and you can hear it in their voice and it's just like oh you're going you're just you're (laughs) you're you're not here you're you're going somewhere else with this which i have which i'm not even not even addressing, not even thinking about is literally just something I just said. I don't like that. Please don't do that. And, it's like, and it became, it became, it went from that to, oh, you don't trust me. You think I would do this to you? Oh, you were so rude. I don't, I wish I didn't have this conversation. I'm like, bitch, you called me. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, you called me. I feel like if you're the one that goes to the person, like, is the one that's like, you just, it's not a big deal. You trying to unpack this? I mean, probably not worth it. No, I just, I, maybe, I mean, we'll talk about it real quick. I just, 
I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated with like I have it's like I have to like teach people like I not even teach people it's like you have to train people how to fucking act like a normal human being again mm-hmm. and I'm not as you guys can tell I'm not really good with words so it's not gonna be we're not gonna be long <laughs> my patience was very thin you, you need to be intentional I think with what you say sometimes I've been told that I'm pretty a Blunt. Sometimes I say some. Some people say I'm. I don't want to say rude, but direct. In some ways, I think in some ways, yeah. And how you feel about things, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll, I think that's the way you should be. I think you should be direct all around. Like the one thing, yeah. one thing I learned is like say what you mean, and 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 when you say when you say something, make sure that that's how you actually feel. Because I sometimes would test things out. Oh, I'm a tester. I would test things out and be like, oh. how do I feel about um, Republicans? Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> just you, like, no, no, no. <laughs> right. You can't just test that shit out on people. <laughs> Not on state. Like, you can't test that out, like, in a mm. normal environment because people are going to think, like, oh, this motherfucker's a lunatic. Or they really believe this. Oh, they really believe it. But I'm, I don't know. Yeah, someone told me, like, you know, they say that, yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty direct and, you, you know, comes off as rude but i feel like that's only usually said by people who are not like really fully taken like accountability of what i'm saying to them you know what i'm saying like it's usually kind of like a partial accountability that people usually take when someone's telling them like if i was like yo nick i don't like you like you know i don't like you i don't know doing this because because of this and you're like Oh, and you instead of just being like, "Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't realize that I was doing that." Okay, can you tell me? Can you edu- educate me or tell me what is it that I'm doing wrong? Mm. Right? It goes it, instead of doing that, right? And trusting me because I'm your friend, I would. I wouldn't say anything that would hurt you. I'm only saying something that would help you. It goes from that to like, "Well, don't tell me what to do." You know, I'm I'm fucking fine, or you know, becoming defensive and like you know those. I just can't deal with those people anymore. I can't. I can't. If you can't say sorry, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. If you yeah. can't say sorry for the greater good of the friendship, I'm good. You know. Yeah, that's tough. Especially if you're wrong. That's tough because like especially you, if you're wrong. You, well, you also gotta real like I I look at people like where are they coming from, like what is their perspective on this in the moment. And like what? Where? Yeah, I'm just yeah. I mean, not. But 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 there's no about excuse. Like dialogue. I'm not talking about just like conversations about certain topics, and we have a debate about something. I'm talking about just like like stuff that's like transparent. That's right. Oh wrong. yeah. Yeah, like those type of things. You know, fucking. You know, I don't know. Just people just don't want to just take full accountability for things. That's the thing. That, everyone guess, like, wants to be a victim. Everyone, everyone wants, wants to, be to victim. blame things on mental health and anxiety. It's like, look, motherfucker. It, you have a cell phone, then you have anxiety. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so that's so we all have anxiety. So what's it's like how are you dealing with these things? I'm impressed by I'm impressed by people that have the same life as me mm-hmm. or maybe even a more compl- maybe even a more um like a hefty like they have a lot going on but they're they they know how to handle it. Yeah. Like how are you handling these things? How yeah. are you not always panicky mm-hmm. and you know like what are you doing? How can I, can I tell you an example? And I'll give you a perfect example. I was at work and there was a woman that was drinking at one of the lounges upstairs, private lounges. 
hammered. A lot of wine. As you do. Yeah. They they said that she probably had about six or seven glasses of wine. Okay. For some people, that's a lot. For some people, you're just starting. Who knows? But when I observed her, she was not in the position to, you know, drive. Okay. All right. Valley gets the car for her. And I'm observing the situation. I'm like, eh, this is not, this doesn't, this is not good. You know, and you, you know, for a lot of people, my presence seems a little intimidating, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bear. I'm not going to hurt you. And I go to her, I was like, hey, ma'am, is everything okay? Do you live close? You know, she's like, I was like, you know, are you, you know, are you good to drive? Do you live close by? She looks at me. She goes, yeah. And I was like, you sure? She goes, yeah, I am good to drive. Thank you. It's like, okay. She feels like she's, I don't, I took it that she feels offended. I asked her, okay. Once you say you're good, then it's kind of out of my hands at that point. Right. I did. I did my job. <laughs> she comes back. She drives off. She comes circles back. And she tells one of the Valley guys, yeah, the guy, the, you know, the security guy, he goes, you know, I didn't like how he, I didn't like how he asked me if I was okay to drive. Can I talk to him? And they were like, you sure you want to talk to him? Because <laughs> they know how I am. And they were like, okay, we're going to get him. I come out. I was like, and I, this is what you do in tactical situations. When you address a situation, you have to kind of move on and don't bring it up. You have to just be like, oh, can I help you, ma'am? Because to give her, the, like, it's already gone. Oh, the can I help you is the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is a new ticket that you're writing. It's yeah. like, this is a new situation. It's a new situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what they taught They taught us in the Secret Service. <laughs> different life. Different podcast. <laughs> so, so I go to her. I say, can I help you, ma'am? She goes, yeah. She's like, I'm just offended Like, would, that you asked me if I was okay to drive. I, and I feel like you wouldn't ask a man that. And I looked at her and I was like, uh, yeah, I would. And I also would ask a drunk man that question, but I don't see any other drunk people besides you. <sighs> she goes, I don't believe that. I was like, uh, well, I don't deal in hypotheticals. I'm a security guard. I have to deal with the facts. So is there any else thing I can help you with? Are you going okay to drive? I'm going to ask you again. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to talk to, I'm going to talk to the director. And I was like, would you like her number? Cause I can call it right now. And I'll also tell her that you're kind of given, you know, the security of this place issues before you even moved in. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a tough dude. Those are tough situations. Cause like, it's just like, break. those people are fucking trash. They, they just, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. It's sad. I feel sorry for them because, yeah, I just feel like if you get to a place where you're you're okay to just kind of, it's okay to fail. Be comfortable of like, be comfortable of 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 just admitting that you fucked up. There's no. so many people that want to just not feel that they just want they don't they want to be right. They, and it's just, that's, I feel like that's a dangerous. Especially recipe. when you're in a fancy environment. Yeah. When you're in a fancy environment, when a little money's involved, when well, a little point. privilege is involved, when you think that you can do what you want to do, especially people that drink a lot or, or do those things, they, they have an element of like, I'm not going to get caught. There's no way I'm going to, number one, I'm not going to get caught. Oh, well, yeah. And number two, I'm going to do this and I'm going to let and leave and no one's going to say anything and that's, it's going to be totally fine. That's how I felt when I took the macaroni and cheese from the cafeteria for dinner today. <sighs> 
That's exactly how I felt. Now, do I feel bad about it? Sure. Are they going to catch me? No. Well. There it is. That's it. Take accountability for yourself, people, is what I'm saying. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And at this point, I should take accountability and probably wrap this episode up. That's probably the best thing to do. It was a fun episode. I think we had a little, had some fun. Talked about some Valentine's Day. Talked about Super Bowl. Talked about the best era that ever was around the 90s. We listened to some music. We talked about Nick and his, uh, you know, Valentine's Day um, journeys. Um, We also found out some things about Nick that uh, bothers him. Gray sweaters. So, um, so send all your gray sweaters referrals from Gap, J. Crew, um, anything to Nick's uh, Instagram, which he will provide you right now. Uh, WFN Podcast at WFN Podcast is my podcast. Go check it out. I'm on Instagram at Pain of My Assad, uh, is my personal account. So thanks, everyone. Keep listening to Cut to the Chase Podcast. Go check out some of the older episodes. Um, I don't even think. I don't even think we're up to 10 yet. We're rapidly approaching 10. So mm. go check them out um, and keep supporting the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, thank you, every guys, for uh, supporting the podcast. We've got some listeners. I've been getting some really good feedback. People are reposting it. That's good. Please share. You know, download it if you think it's fun. You know, we are, you know, we're just having fun, man. We're having conversations. We're getting to know, you know each other. We're getting to know... You know, we're going through this whole journey of uh, life and having fun and talking about shit. And that's what I'm about, you know, in a real positive way with a little bit of humor, some satire and uh, without being sensitive. So this is what this podcast is about. Follow me at Chase Abel, Instagram at Chase Abel. I got dates coming up and um, you guys have a great, great week. And I got some cool guests coming up that I just booked. So please look out for that and the video call video for that. And uh, we'll get that out to you guys. I appreciate your time. Have a great week.